Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com. I'm WSB's Herman Kane, and depend on this. Whenever and wherever there's breaking news, severe weather alert, or a traffic red alert, the WSB 24-hour breaking news center will tell you about it. News 95.5 and AM 750. WSB, depend on it. Jamie Foxx here. You there? You listening to the Mark Aram Show? You better. No, I want this town to be near you. No, gray skies ever Call them what they are, killers and fanatics who have to be rooted out, hunted down, and destroyed. Welcome back to the show. Mark Aram here. You there. It's 11077 after 11. This is the Mark Aram Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 10 to midnight on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. You heard a little uh, snippet of the president's State of the Union speech heard live here on WSB Radio and the Republican response from Nikki Haley. Uh, your thoughts on the president's speech and the Republican response, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. And I'm just throwing this out there. Things are never as bad or as good as I think the politicians want us to believe. Depending on which, who's in charge or who's not, it's never as good or bad. I just want to know you personally, how is your life going? 1 to 10, that's it. 1 to 10, how is your life going? 404-872-0750, wsb talk I liked Nikki Haley's uh, response. What I think is amazing, though, and this is this goes back to the Democratic response to George Bush's speeches mm-hmm. and the Republican response. How are you going to respond to a speech that just ended? <laughs> How are you going to do that? They get a copy of it like a few hours fairly early before. They, there's there's some back and forth. They they know they know what he's going to talk they about. They know a lot of what he's going to talk about, but they get like, hey, this is what we're going to do. There's there's some horse training. All right, that, that makes me there. feel a little bit better. If yeah, I was the president, is... I would totally change what I told him. Like, <laughs> it happens. I would like I mean, completely they, they, talk they about that. They definitely don't give him everything. You give her but a, you have a, good a recipe idea. for zucchini bread. <laughs> yeah. And they yeah. all they start releasing <laughs> detail. That would be hilarious. Yeah. They start releasing details earlier in the day, and sure. then they start crafting it. And it's a much shorter response. So they, it, I don't, don't think they let know. no. Uh, they did not let Nikki Haley know that uh, Joe Biden's going to cure cancer. Apparently that, not. That, that was not that, that was that was the big in the advanced notes. That, yeah, yeah. Interesting. I want to see what we're going to do about that. Four oh four. Why didn't anyone think of that before? I don't know. Why didn't the president before? You know what? Let's cure cancer. Let's let's get Joe yeah. Biden to cure cancer. Yeah. Apparently, he's been around he's since 1972. I think we could have got him to cure cancer he, by now. He's the dude. Well, no one ever asked him to. That's true, I guess. No one ever asked him to. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Steve's in Athens. Steve, you are on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, sir. Hey, Mark. Glad to be on. Um, yeah, I cannot tell you how much better I'm going to sleep tonight knowing that Joe Biden is in charge of the <laughs> I, I guess he's, I guess when it comes knocking on his door, he's going to take a double barrel shotgun and blow through the door with it. I don't know. I, I listen. I'm just happy that someone's in charge of curing cancer now. Let it. Let him take care of that. Yeah. I, I that that 
by far was the highlight of the night. I, I almost uh, I almost drove into a tree when I heard that. Um, and Nikki Haley had a good response. I'm not a big Haley fan, but she had a good response. Uh, I could not listen to the whole speech. I just could not stomach that much of Barack Obama. And I think I, I don't think you're I don't think you're alone in that fact. If if you like the president, you loved the speech. If you don't like the president, you hated the speech. I have to just... say that aside, having to just having to listen to these speeches, whether you agree with them or not, sure, it's it, it's it's the least favorite part of our job. Yes, it's 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 terrible. Yeah, there's there's some, but again, uh, that's just me. Politics. I didn't like listening to George Bush's State of the Unions. No, I don't. I don't. I'm just. It's not my. It's not my bag, man. I get nothing out of it. <laughs> it's not my bag, man. <laughs> Brian is up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Brian. Hey, how you doing, sir? What's going on, man? I just want to call in. I appreciate you having us. Um, want to tell you how much I loved Obama's speech. I think he's a pathological liar, and uh, I'm really embarrassed that he's our president. So you loved it how then, or are you just being facetious? I'm being facetious and very sarcastic. <laughs> okay. All right. So you're happy this was the final uh, State of the Union that uh, President Obama is ever going to give? Yes, sir. I, I, you know what? I'm a prior business owner, and I'd have fired him a long time ago, and I have no idea why our Congress hasn't already fired him. Let me ask you a question. Scale of 1 to 10, how's your life going right now? Spiritually, my life's like an 8 or 10. Financially, it's a 1. Okay, so fine. Everything else outside of the finances is is cream cheese. You're doing fine. Yes, sir. All right. Well, you got you know you got to listen to Clark Howard eight to ten. Get that financial stuff back, uh, or Wes Moss on the weekends. He can help you out money wise. Avery's in Monroe. Avery, welcome to the program. Hey, what's going on, fellas? How y'all tonight? How are you, sir? I just you know what? After seven years. I'm glad that year number eight they chose to put uh, put Biden on cancer. I think that's definitely the power move. <laughs> Why didn't they think of that eight years ago? You know what? <laughs> by far, and you know what? Maybe now I will remember this State of the Union address because you know what? We got cancer under the belt now. I'm curious to see what. Um, now we heard uh, if you were listening to WSB after the address, they did some CBS radio post analysis, and apparently Biden has met with 200 cancer experts in the last few months. So I, I'm actually curious to see what they have on on that. That was a what did he just say kind of moment though of the of the speech. <laughs> yeah, I don't I, think Biden knew. You know what? Let me see if I can find that. Uh, let's see it. the moonshot cut uh, for folks that didn't hear. Let's see uh, Iraq and Syria. I'm looking through all these cuts that are coming through uh, on the system right now. Yeah, I'll find it during the break. People need to hear that. Oh, cure for cancer. I do have it. You ready? Turn me up, Long Girl. They can put the resources of government uh, no. behind innovation, not just... No, that wasn't even Obama. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, he changed his voice a little bit. That was... Uh, do you want to hear that anyway? That was, This is political uh, CBS political consultant Leonard Steinhorn talking about the uh, Biden cancer thing. They can put the resources of government uh, behind innovation, not just curing cancer, the, the idea he had for Vice President Biden, but clean energy climate change he really tried to appeal to that spirit of innovation it was almost reagan-esque in some ways those things all right never mind I, I i want that cut if we can find that cut tony's in marietta tony pipes what's going on buddy oh good evening mark and crew oh, reagan-esque yeah i don't know where that came from oh my lord uh, now i will say this reagan-esque 
uh, I think Obama is Reagan-esque in this fact that they are both very good orators. I, oh, no question. Yeah. I mean, you know, the greatest thing about Reagan was that he freely admitted, I know what I know and I know what I don't know, mm-hmm. and I'm going to, you know, surround myself with people that, uh, you know, can fill in the blanks. And, you know, uh, President Obama, unfortunately, has not done that. I, you know, I, after 12 and a half minutes, I had a walk away. It was like nails on a chalkboard. I, You know what? Let me tell you what. I over the course of uh, you know the last uh, two administrations, Republican and Democrat, sixteen plus years of every li- year listening to these State of the Union addresses, I have tore more hair out of my head, you know, faster than it can get possibly gray. And I'm you must be bald right so. now. You must be bald, Tony. Pretty much, man. Because <laughs> I'll tell you what. If my hair didn't spontaneously combust with some of the comments that I've heard in the last 16-plus years, I don't know what's happening. And then, you know, I could only listen for so long to Nikki Haley, speaking of uh, nails on a chalkboard. I mean, it was pretty good. It was better than when Bobby Jindal had a go. That, yeah, that was, that was a tough one when Jindal did it. A tough one. That was a debacle. That actually, I think that, that one moment, we talk about takeaway moments from these, these nights, that, that might have killed his political career because he was a fast rising star absolutely until he did that uh republican response it was brutal i mean he just could not carry the proverbial you know j strap i'm sorry yeah and then to give you a perspective on uh where you know my wife who's older than me by seven years where she and i are at you know uh, as we approach retirement you know overall take finances out of the picture overall um, we feel, as Lonely Dale Gaver would say, um, very blessed. I'm, we're probably sitting at a probably a seven point seven nine. Okay. That's good. Toward an eight. I like it. All right. It's, it's You're around. We are. Longoria said he was an eight. Chuck, what did you say? You were on uh, life scale one to ten. What did he say? Seven. About seven or eight. Yeah. Same as us. That's if you're living life at a seven or an eight. It's not too bad. No. It's no. not perfect, but no. you're doing all right. Yeah. Ned's in Lawrenceville. Ned, you're on the Mark Aram show. Yeah, Mark. First time uh, caller. Welcome and, aboard, uh, I want to let you know I, I love the show, and I listen as often as I can. I appreciate that. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> I've, been, I've been around this, this uh, world for 76 years. I've seen a lot of presidents. I've heard a lot of speeches. I've never had a person in the United States that I felt was a bigger enemy to the United States than I do Obama. I did listen to it tonight because I wanted to hear what he had to say uh, because this was his last one. And uh, it's just unbelievable. And I, I can hardly, like some of the others said, I can hardly stand to listen to his voice. But um, why, why it, do you think he is the, uh, the biggest enemy uh, to the United States? I think, I think when uh, I listened to him speak in 84, and I thought, oh man, eighty-four. That guy, that, yeah, wasn't it that? Oh four, two thousand and four. Yeah, yeah, two thousand and four. When I told you, I go back a long ways. But you talking about the at the Democratic <clears throat> convention? Yeah. Yes. When he spoke, and I was so impressed with his speaking, but then when I began to hear him more, um, I just I don't know. There's an insincerity about his tone. Um, and there's there's just a fakeness in in his speech and the way he speaks he sounds very cocky and yet very devious what on a scale of 1 to 10 uh Ned how's your life going right now i would say it's oh an 8 or a 9 excellent uh i just uh i'm i'm like the 
previous caller said, I am just very blessed. Very blessed. Blessed and highly favored, I believe the saying is. All right, good job, Ned. Joe the Trucker. Joe, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Preach. Welks, buddy. Um, I haven't had a paid job in five years. The employer, my last employer, said that he wasn't going to buy Obamacare. And that's about all I can say. So explain a little bit. You haven't had a, a paid job in the last five years? And every company I've worked for has gone out of business. Why, why are you working for people that aren't paying you? I don't understand. Right now I'm doing a thing called caretaking. Okay. It's not a paid job. Who are you, who are you taking care of? I'm watching uh, used cars. I don't... I, I'm, I'm, you're losing me, Joe. I'm sorry. Used cars to draw uh, the homeless. You know, they, they tend to... They tend to go into a used car and uh, for shelter and whatnot. So you are doing a job but not getting paid right now? Correct. Why are you, are you doing that job? What's the benefit for you to do the job? Well, it, uh, I have an RV, and I hate mentioning the website, but it's Workers on Wheels. And if you put in caretaking in the search box, it will describe exactly what I'm doing. Do you, do you want a job? I'm seventy years old. I was working uh, as a I was working as a security guard. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, right. We we need to talk about this at, at another. Uh, I want to talk about this with you um, maybe tomorrow because I'm I'm a little confused and maybe we can help you out. A few too many drinky drinkies. I do, I just uh, I'm not connecting the dots. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what's going on. on. I don't know. I don't I, but I love Joe. I don't want to help Joe. No, out. I do too. I don't think there's any dots. To I just connect. okay. Maybe we can get him a computer. Or something. <laughs> so you you two didn't connect the dots. <laughs> there was no dots to connect. Okay. No, no. Just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. All right. Tom, Daniel, Sonia. Or Sonia, we'll find out. That's a good tease. We'll find out if she pronounces her name Sonia or Sonia. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram. I think we really got something in. What do we got? An idea. What idea? An idea for the show. I still don't know what the idea is. It's about nothing. Next year. I want to focus on the next five years, the next 10 years, and beyond. Welcome back to the show, 1124. It's the Mark Aram Show with you till midnight. Post-State of the Union address, Johnny Cabasa will join us with a fast food review uh, next half hour. Tom's and Tucker, not Tom Tucker, but Tom's and Tucker. How are you, Tom? Wonderful. What did you think of the president's speech? I thought it was good. It's a Rorschach test on everybody. You hate, just like you said, if you hate him, it was awful. If you like him, it was good. I thought it was good. I mean, look, you know, we, what we all know is uh, behind the scenes, like a lot of folks, he and Biden have this very intense relationship that we don't see, and there's lots around, revolves around Bo Biden and his death. So that's that's where all the cancer stuff comes from. That's been a huge part of their relationship, so we don't see that. We just hear he gets announced Biden's going to take care of cancer, but mm-hmm. the, the background is his son. Oh, of course, uh, yeah. Here losing his son, and that's that's the huge motivation there. But, uh, you know, in my life, is uh, you feel like it's about a six or a seven, and then just go by a uh, Scottish ride or Edelson, you know your, your life's ten. Here's a ten. Walking. Great point. Great point. You're absolutely right. Very good point. Good. Whatever you think your number is, add a point to it. Because there's always someone doing a lot worse. Uh, is it Sonia or Sonia in Powder Springs? Hi, it's Sonia. Hey, Sonia, what's going on? Well, 
I very much enjoyed the speech. I thought it was excellent. He brought out a lot of lofty goals, but I thought they're achievable in the next 10, 20 years, like he was saying. They're lofty, long-term, achievable goals. And that's what a leader does. Um, for, for whether, whether it's a company or, you know, a nonprofit or a university, you have to lay these goals out and plan to reach them. Gotcha. How, he, did what, he did that. One to ten, Asanya, how's your life going? Well, finances aside, like everybody else said, I'm an 11. Excellent. Now, what if you include finances? Probably, I could, I could afford to win a lot tomorrow. <laughs> I think we all could. But <laughs> including finances, how's your life going, one to ten? Probably about a five. Okay. Because I want to, you should include finances in this. Everything in your life. One to ten. How you doing? Daniel's in Mayretta. Daniel, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, thanks for taking my call. What's um, up, Daniel? I'm going to let your last uh, caller, but uh, she needs to pass whatever she's smoking because uh, um, as far as my financial situation is concerned, um, I'm looking at about a two or a three. I work in medical device sales, so um, we've been pretty hit pretty hard since 2009. So... Um, didn't know, they repeal the, the tax, or didn't they try to repeal the tax on medical devices um, from the law? They have. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking they're about to, but uh, nothing as of yet. Oh, okay. I mean, it's it's pretty punitive. Um, they're looking at us like a bunch of uh, corporate cronies. Chuck, um, Chuck wants to know if you uh, if you deal in those Swedish pumps. Do you have the Swedish pumps? Uh, I don't. No, not at all. Do, okay. Uh, <laughs> Swedish pumps are my bag, baby. <laughs> uh, I love that. News, weather, and traffic. Your calls. Johnny Kilbasa. Hang tight. It's the Mark Aaron Show. Never slouch as long as my credit can. I'm WSB's Clark Howard. From Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington to Woodstock. Whatever and wherever there is. severe weather. A traffic red alert. Or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center. will break in. Depend on it. This is Buford from the Mark Aram Show and many other things around this building. You got any food I can eat? He packed in the animals two by two. Ox, a camel, and a kangaroo. Packed him in that ox so tight. I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the dust, chip and ham. Tell me about God's master plan. Oh, my Back to the show, 11.36, 24 in front of midnight. Mark Aram at your beck and call till 12 every Monday through Friday on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Programming note, Thursday will be on post-Republican debate. What are they doing about the pre-debate debate, Chuck? Because it's basically Rand Paul went away, so it's just going to be Carly by yourself. Is that? Do you know, has Erickson talked about that at all? No, all the undercard? Yeah. Because yeah, it's just Carly now. Yeah, well, isn't there a couple other No, it though? was just Carly and Rand, and Rand Paul's like, I'm not doing it. I'm going the, to campaign. If, if that's the case, they, well, I don't know, they may reconsider and bump her up to the main but, stage. Yeah. if there's Because they're not going to have one person stand there and answer questions. It'd be an interview, just like an interview. Like, But yeah, Lindsey Graham's gone, and every, yeah, you're right. I don't think and they said Santorum was polling too low or something. I don't know. But yeah, they weren't even going to put it. Because that's all it would be, would be her and Santorum, yeah. I guess. And some other guy. All right. Well, anyway, we'll be on There's after the debate. too many of them anyway. I'm fine with it. So Chuck had his first legitimate excusable absence from the Mark Aram show he did. last night. He did. Um, tell us why. Not even the Vegas debate was an excusable absence? No. No? no. All right. <laughs> no. So work-related is not excusable. No, but, okay. but animal-related is. Yes. Tell us about your new animal. Yeah, we adopted, uh, I got a rescue, um, he's a street dog, 
uh, from a foundation that we, hot neighbor and I have been following. He's from Thailand. Not Korea. No. Okay. He's from Thailand. I'm a, I misspoke and said Korea yesterday. It's yeah. Okay. It's I thought it, I told my mother-in-law he was from China, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Somewhere. We're all racist. He's yeah. from way over there in the Asian So you're, they flew your dog from Thailand. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, it felt bad, though. I picked him up. He's really small. He's like 35, 40. He looks That's like a little- That's it? I thought yeah, he was bigger than I, that. So did we. Yeah. He's like, looks like a little dingo. Yeah. Um, But they flew him. It's been cold. It's winter. Like, And they didn't give him enough like blankets in his crate. Okay. When we got him, he was- a shaky, shivering, really? like yeah, yeah. So when it did was, when did you pick him up? Uh, Nine a.m. yesterday morning. Okay, so you stayed at home yesterday. You and hot yeah. neighbor just to get the dog acclimated yeah, to the I house got, and yep. everything. I had to get him out, and I had to meet. He had to meet Doc. He had to eat my, my other dog, who's a hundred and twenty pound lab. Yeah. Um. So how was that interaction going? Great. They they get along fine. In fact, they don't even really deal with each other. Yeah. Like they know they're there, but they don't. The cat's a problem. Oh, you have a cat. Yeah, the little dog, he doesn't like the cat. He's not a big fan of the cat. Neither am I. Yeah. And I, I <laughs> love the cat. I'm with you on that. I don't the like The cat's that great, too. but yeah. he's not a big fan of the cat. Okay. But yeah, so anyway, he's, um, but he's fine. He's, because he had surgeries, you know, he's only got three legs. So, and he had to have, he had a prolapsed rear end. So he had to have some surgery back there. Okay. So he's got bathroom issues if I got to get him on the right food and all sure, the travel sure. and everything. So he's had a hard time going to the bathroom. What does he think about, uh, about cable? And uh, he he lays internet. there. <laughs> but no, but li- honestly, he was an outside dog, slept yeah. on crates. He's a street dog. Yeah. Um. He he lays and sleeps in front of the TV. He very quickly figured out. Not this. I'm is American now. I'm watching. Oh TV. yeah. He <laughs> he very quickly figured out where to lay and watch TV. So and it's, he, a, it's a three-legged uh, street dog from Thailand. Yeah. Kudos to you and Hot Neighbor for doing that. That's yeah. awesome. So he's got a vet appointment. He's got some skin issues. I'm hoping some yeah. of his hair that's fallen out will grow back. And I stuff. took my dog, one of my dogs, to the vet today because I noticed she had this like lump on her mm-hmm. side. So I I noticed it yesterday. And I took her in today, this morning, after I got off uh, Channel 2. And it was just like a fatty, it's like a fatty growth that sometimes happens. There's mm-hmm. nothing. But I, talking about shivering dog, my dog was shaking. Yeah. And she's never done that going to the vet. But she was, I was getting nervous that she was like, she was really? freaking out. Yeah. But then why. after the vet, she was fine. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. Well, he shakes a lot when he sees the cat. He gets real antsy. Well, you got to get rid of the cat. Give the cat to Longoria. I don't want a cat. I have two dogs. <laughs> they don't like cats either. Give the cat to Griffey's. All right, uh, way off base. Let's talk about uh, your thoughts on the president's speech and how's your life going on a scale of 1 to 10. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Melanie in Athens. Melanie, you're on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, how are you doing? What's going on, buddy? Uh, look, Mark, let me, let me ask you this. Yes. I heard Obama talking about... Um, the, um, oh, God, what is the name of it? I'm sorry. ISIL. Well, no, not ISIL. The student loans and okay. the health care, stuff like that. Yeah. I already been talking about that. And since the beginning of January, I got laid off. Okay. Okay, my company went out of business, so I applied for unemployment, mm-hmm. right? They decided to give me three times less than what I was making. Well, I don't think you're supposed to get what you yeah, make on unemployment. unemployment. Yeah, it's, they're, not, they're not giving you, a, they're not matching your salary. No, they're not. But how, how is that fair to me? When other people are getting, you know, welfare and stuff like that, when I work, I work my butt off. How is that fair to me? 
How is the government being fair to me? I, I don't understand what. All right, so what? If you don't have to tell me, but give me a ballpark. What were you making before you got laid off? I was making thirty about thirty two thousand dollars a year. Okay, and now what are you getting for unemployment? Unemployment, I'm getting two hundred dollars a week. Okay, so what are you? What are you doing now to make ends meet? Are you working part time or? Right now, the only thing I'm doing is going online, applying for jobs, um, going, knocking door to door, submitting my resume, you know. So you're out there, you're out there trying to get a new job. Right. Okay. You, I, I, I don't, I, again, I'm not an expert on this, but I think you are eligible if you wanted to take advantage of what's being offered. You can get food stamps or an EBT card to hold you over until you find another job. No, I can't do that because my husband makes too much money. Oh, it's, you have okay. I didn't know there was a second income in the. Uh, it in is the based family. on the household income. Okay, well, uh, I don't know what to tell you. I, the, you know, the, the if you were single and and out and you know just got laid off and and needed help, you could you could apply for that. See, I think that again, I think there's a lot of abuses in the welfare system. There sure certainly are. But for people like like Melanie there, if if God forbid Chuck or Longoria and I get laid off, mm-hmm. you know we're not going to sit on our couch and, and watch TV with a three legged dog all day. We're going to go out and try to get more jobs. jobs. But in the meantime, if we need that help, we can get it from uh, unemployment mm-hmm. and and if we need food stamps or whatever. Right. Um, so that I mean, d- there is a a bad stigma for someone that collects welfare or food mm-hmm. stamps or unemployment but i mean we're paying for it we we you know we've paid for it for our whole working lives if right. you need it you know use it yeah that's what it's there for yeah. now there are definitely uh abuses in the system but sure chin up melanie you'll get a job soon and your husband's still got a job so you're all yeah, right you're fine 404-872-0750 wsb talk and now on the mark aram show it's time for the fast food review yeah, yeah. Joining us live on the Greasy Salty Hotline from Parts Unknown, Height Unknown, Weight, We Do Not Want to Know, Johnny Kilbasa and the ever-popular Fast Food Review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing, uh, I don't know if I was doing as good as I was 15 minutes ago, but I'm still wrapped in bacon and I'm here <laughs> to take it. My I mean, man. You start off with ale wine, then you go into a dog with a prolapsed rep- rectum, <laughs> then a spoiled Roswell housewife who has no idea what unemployment insurance means, <laughs> and then Big Daddy, do with cheese, and anyone to please, baby. Johnny K, before we get to the uh, the fast food review, which we all lo- know and love, um, the Rams moving to uh, Los Angeles from from St. Louis, what do you think about that? Welcome back home, Rams. I hope they get the uh, gaudy yellow, you know, the bright yellow back into their uniforms that they changed after they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, that would be nice to get those uh, the old school uniform. The Eric Dickerson. I can't, what happened to say? I, I thought St. Louis was a, a town that appreciated football, but I guess not. No, and you know, people will bash Atlanta and rightfully so for losing uh, a hockey team twice, but yeah. we, you know, St. Louis has lost a football team twice. That's inexcusable. That is inexcusable, and I don't know why. I mean, I know they're a baseball town, but you don't play baseball in the fall and the winter. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, I just wanted your thoughts on that. What do yeah, you got no, on the? It seems, it seems like LA should have a team. They at least one. They should have always had a team. Sure, it's always bad for the team, the the city losing a team for sure. I know that. You've feeling. been there, done but, that. Yeah, but it's good for uh, the city that's getting. I don't see why they couldn't just expand and added two more 
expansion teams, but actually that they probably don't want to add expansion teams because expansion teams end up end up sucking for fifteen years yeah. like they did in Cleveland. Indeed. Uh, all right, what's on the menu tonight, my friend? <laughs> All right, we got a lot of smoke and mirrors going around the fast food world right now. The new year, you know, all, all the special things they've done are, are, are pretty much come and gone. So I'm looking at my command center here in the basement lab, laboratory at Kielbasa Enterprises. Mm-hmm. And um, this is the post-dollar menu world that we're living in right correct. now. Correct. Absolutely correct. All these, all these places are trying to trick you into thinking that you're getting some kind of deal. McDonald's. Now that they got two for two, Wendy's got four for four, Burger King's got five for four, Kentucky Fried Chicken's got a box full of stuff for five bucks. <laughs> so it's all you got to be. You got to have a scientific calculator and a sharpened pencil just to figure out if you're getting value or not. Let's start with McDonald's, Mark. Okay. Two for two, right? Yes. Now they're they're trying to get you to forget that the dollar menu's gone. 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 So they're going to give you two for two. Now you get you can only choose from four things. Two for two, four things, two for two. Small fries, chicken sandwich, a McDouble, which is smoke and mirrors and on its own. It appears <laughs> to be a double cheeseburger, but it's not. It's two patties with one piece of cheese. Not an official double, double cheeseburger. cheeseburger. Yes. And now they're rolling out. They must have called Sis- the Cisco truck and said, hey, what do you got for cheese? How about a couple cheese sticks? Okay, now McDonald's has cheese sticks. I know you can't go wrong with cheese sticks, but listen, everybody. Two for two, does that mean three for three, four for four, five for five? No. It means you got to buy two for two or four for four or six for six. You can't just get two orders of cheese sticks. No prime numbers. No prime numbers, says Johnny Kilbasa. Right. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) It's the no prime number menu. I like it. Right, you get two orders of cheese sticks, you can get them for two bucks. You get three orders of cheese sticks, that third one's a buck fifty. <laughs> so if you get four, it's four. So I, you know, I don't even, I can't even keep up. Meanwhile, you got Wendy's. They've got a junior bacon cheeseburgers, four chicken nuggets. When did four chicken nuggets become an item? I don't know. A Coke and a, and a small fry. Burger King's got the same thing with a little bigger burger, a, a single cheeseburger, fries. Four nuggets. What the, what's up with just, four nuggets all of a sudden? <laughs> yeah, it's the new low. We're, we keep getting lower and lower standards on all these things. But Burger King's throwing a cookie at you to make you think oh, you're getting a better nice. there. <laughs> yeah, you get four, it's four for four with the cookie. They the literally will throw it at you as you're driving away. They will throw exactly, a cookie at you. Because they don't, they don't care. Oh, you only want the five for four. Here's your cookie. Try to catch it on the way out. Now, full okay. disclosure, Alewine had the uh, mozzarella sticks from McDonald's the other morning, and he said they were very good. Cheese sticks are harder to mess up than pizza. You, you know, I, I'll give it to them. They got good cheese. I've never had a bad cheese stick. Yeah. What but about the uh, the infamous, you ever get a hollow cheese stick? One where the cheese uh, came out of the breading? I have, yeah. That's the oh, worst yeah. ever. When you no, bite I, into a cheese stick and there's no cheese in the middle. Yeah, that results from overcooking when the uh, outside breaks and all the cheese um, exactly. floats out in the exactly. grease. But if you can get your grease thingy down there and try to get that, wrap it around a fork, it's... Heaven on earth. So, so can, I, can I get taps, Longoria? Do you have taps readily available or um, no? I can search for No, it. don't worry about it. I thought you might have a hotkey for it. So death to the, the dollar menu is basically the headline here, Johnny K. Yeah, I mean, if, if you want to pretend you're getting I mean, it's four for four. It's not, you know, it's four bucks. Okay, you do get four things. Four nuggets. I mean, you know, three cheese sticks, whatever. It's better than paying ten bucks for all this stuff, I suppose. So this is what's left of the value in American fast food, and don't even get me started on the quality because you know that's just going straight the, down the, the tube. Terrorists, the terrorists are winning, Johnny K. The terrorists are winning. <laughs> they are.
But KFC will give you a cookie and mashed potatoes <laughs> and a biscuit. Yeah, that $5 KFC box is pretty money. All right, Johnny, we got to run. We appreciate you as always. And? It's the cholesterol's high, baby. So am I. Follow me on Twitter, Johnny Kilbasa. At Johnny Kilbasa. Appreciate you, bruh. Anytime, bruh. Johnny Kilbasa, the Fast Food Review. Judy, Tony, Ray, we'll get to your calls next. One segment to go. This is the Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Final segment of the show, 11.54, 6 in front of midnight. A balmy 40 degrees in Midtown. Judy is in Buckhead. Judy, welcome to the show. Hi, Mark. Hey, Judy. I just about gave up. I did not listen or watch Mr. Obama because, honestly, I can't stand to hear his voice, his lying mouth. Now, here's what I did do, though. I watched Criminal Minds. That way I actually got to see the petty thief instead of the big one. One to ten, how's your life going, Judy? Great. I'm not kidding. I'm Great as an eight. I'll give you an eight. I'm sorry, Judy. we got to run. Raising Cat and Ray real quick. My concern is, you know, you've got the Air Force running out of ammunition when they go to take out devices that are out there when they wanted to know why they didn't take out the rest of the fuel trucks. The Navy and the other parts of the military are being cut way back. And when I worked at White House Communications Agency, President Reagan said what he believed in was the playground rules. And, you know, nobody messes with the guys that were the bigger ones, right? The biggest guy on the block, bullies didn't play with, nobody else did. They left him alone. Gotcha. I got to run, Ray. I'm so sorry. Tony, real quick, you got 10 seconds, Tony. Well, Life's the 8, Northwest Passage is the name of the movie with uh, Rogers Rangers. And uh, Obama's great. I'm a Democrat. Northwest Passage. All right. I'm on yeah, it. That's a Tracy, man. Gotcha. Thank you, Tony. All right. Let's do Star of the Show. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? I got nothing. I don't know. Did anyone do anything today? Superlative? I got calls for the morning show. You did? All right. Longoria. Star of the show. Sweet. Today's and he got, yeah, he got it yesterday too, Chuck. So put Longoria up on the big board. here. That never happens. About ah, that, it counts. Longoria's on a two-game winning on. streak. I am. A uh-huh. two-game winning streak. Woo-hoo. Basically, don't think you earned him. No, I didn't. It's just the Chuck and I didn't do anything. Right. So, right. I adopted a dog. He died. Yeah. You know what? I should have given... Mutt, you get the adoption hey. for yesterday. Yeah. What? Can I go back and recognize? No, you can't. Nice. You can't even go back right I'll now. I'll give you a makeup one, Chuck. Remind me that I owe you a makeup one. Okay. Well, I keep the official score, so I don't. You guys can argue. <laughs> <All right. laughs> we'll uh, continue this conversation on Twitter at Mark Aram, Facebook Mark Aram WSB, Instagram Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Thanks for listening to the Mark Aram Show podcast. Thanks for Xfinity for sponsoring said podcast. A couple of things in life I don't skimp on. Toilet paper, razor blades, seafood. I want the best of the best when it comes to all three. And internet. That's why I use Xfinity Internet. And it's the amazing 10G network. The 10G network from Xfinity, the future starts now. Smarter, more consistent, and a secure network. And it only gets better. Jump on board the Xfinity 10G network online. Just go to Xfinity.com.